0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Hold Up A Minute podcast.
1: Welcome back.
0: Whoa, welcome back everybody. How are, how, how are we doing today?
1: You know, I'm having a bit of an offish day, but yeah. I guess I'll survive. We all have them.
0: Yeah, it happens. It happens sometimes. We all have our little offish days. Um, how, how, how has your past week been? Your past couple of weeks, I should say.
1: Well, that's not too bad not too bad not too bad that's good how about you just been working
0: (laughs) (laughs) working and um i started playing uh legend of zelda breath of the wild i i went back and i replayed that um i got my own switch my little a little a little switch light with a let me tell you if you have gigantoid hands like i do like i have huge hands (laughs) obviously the switch light by itself that's that's gonna hurt that's gonna hurt a little bit but um i got something called a satisfy grip with it which is very nice um and it's not too bad i think it it was like 35 dollars for a grip with a case which having a case is always nice just so you know that nothing's gonna happen to it um yeah, I, I highly recommend that if you have a a switch light, or if you want to get a switch light, but you are worried about the size, it's a very nice little little handheld console. But you need a grip, <laughs> 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 and I'd go. I'd personally go with Satisfy, um, definitely the most comfortable one for me, at least.
1: Puts another whole new meaning to get a grip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I've been. I started doing uh the uncharted series. I started playing on my own cuz yeah. originally I just watched you, mm-hmm. right? So I decided, well, you know it's one of my favorite games, so I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and try it out. And it is it is hard. Mhm. But it it's very fun. It just keeps me going. It pulls me back in every time. Yeah. I'm not the best at shooting and aiming, but I'm learning. I'm yeah. learning. I Next mean I mean
0: uncharted's up. a good it's a good. It's a really good series. If 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 someone listening hasn't played the Uncharted series and you like story driven experiences, the series is very good. It's a PlayStation exclusive. Um, but it's it, it's very good. And I'm glad that you're having a good time with it. Yeah, it's really cool. Because I I know you really liked it when you were watching me play, it, but playing it yourself's a whole, whole different experience.
1: It is, and then you, of course. <laughs> it's been like how many years since a long so since you, you Page, tend to think, forget right? it it's like almost watching a new game or something mm-hmm. especially th- when you're playing it
0: i think the last time that we played it we lived in arizona yeah i think
1: that's the first time we yeah you we found them Mart like i'm sure you knew about them but like that's the first time that we because you got such a good deal on it
0: yeah, I had known that they existed, but they came to the free Play Station thing, so I was able to download them for free, um, which, you know, it's a good service, so being able to try out free games every once in a while, sometimes there's really good ones, like the Uncharted games that went on there, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is not what this episode is about.
1: No, it's not. What <laughs> is this episode about? So, last week, or... The last time we did it i'm not it's not been a week it's been longer right it's been a week for us okay so we did uh we were our topic was finding out what our favorite albums were and we picked four each mm-hmm. and like i said last week we didn't it was my turn to do it so this week we're having anthony's albums yeah
0: um, so I went and I chose four albums that I would say are my favorite or some of my favorite it's very hard to choose. Um mostly just albums that are really important to me. Very much like last week with a couple weeks ago with <laughs> with you. Um so yeah, are you doing the introducing of the albums today? I am. Okay. I'm ready when you
1: are. Okay, so your uh your first album you picked the Paper Kites, mm-hmm. 12-4. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about that and why you chose that one?
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to actually, while I'm talking, I'm going to look up to see what year this was. Um, I think it was 2015, but I might be wrong. Yeah, 2015 is when this album came out. Between, I was 13 years old. <laughs> wow. Um, I found the Paper Kites Actually, the album before this one, which I think was States, um, and they quickly became one of my favorite bands. Uh, around that time was when the first Life is Strange game came out, and I was really getting really into like that, the indie, uh, folk type music, uh, which was heavily featured in the first Life is Strange game. Um, so I was listening to like the whole Life is Strange soundtrack, and um just trying to find songs that were similar to that and that's how i came across the states album by the paper kites um and so i was following their release schedule until they finally came out with uh 4 which was a v- it's a very different album than all their other ones it's less folk and more like indie rock um with some folk elements mixed in
1: (laughs) right so their genre they're considered alternative indie yeah is what it is yeah
0: um i this album as a whole really does mean a lot to me uh
1: is there a specific song that you like or is it just the whole album and it's whole
0: i like the whole album but there is a specific song um that I do like, I have trouble thinking of names at the top of my head, but I know the lyric of one of the songs that I'm going to look up. Um,
1: Well, I know for me, like you introduced me to it, and it—it it just, I can see why it's one of your favorite albums because it's a really good. It is. It, it it it's another one of those that you when you're feeling down or something like you want to put that in and it just uplifts you or just you know makes you speaks to you.
0: Yeah, it it it, it definitely is. Um, around 25, like when I was around thirteen years old, that was when I. Was going through, I mean, a lot of what younger teens go through, which is just a lot of like introspection and like coming to terms with who you are, or coming to terms with like your future, or having struggles with depression or suicidal thoughts or stuff like that. Um, and the reason I had to look up the song and the reason why the lyric speaks out so much to me, the song is "Renegade" on the album. Uh, it's very very good, but there is a a line uh a lyric in the album that uh, not a song <laughs> that has stuck with me since the first time that i listened to it um and that's i could uh there's a i'm i just woke up like two hours ago so i'm <laughs> i'll just read it straight from the the genius.com mm-hmm. lyric list uh I stared down the figure in the bathroom mirror, took a razor in my hand. I could draw a line or I could cut my hair, but it doesn't change the way I am. Um, Those
1: are powerful words. Yes.
0: Uh, Basically saying like, no matter what you do, you're going to be the person that you are. Right. There's nothing you can do to change that. Um, And around that time was when I was struggling with thoughts of suicide and and self-harm and stuff like that. Um, and it was probably the worst that it had been, uh, up to the release of this album. Uh, just because like that, when you, I've talked about this a lot on my other podcast that I don't do anymore. Navigation, uh, growing up in a small town as a queer person, um, is very alienating. (laughs) Um, like there wasn't a lot of things that i could do as a as a younger person to really alleviate those feelings um so like i reached that pit of hopelessness (laughs) and um this album as a whole really helped me around that time uh just like listening to it and enjoying it first of all but also like listening to the lyrics and the lyrics speaking to me on a level at that time that stuck to me stuck with me so hard that i can look back at it and say that the album probably saved my life um
1: that's amazing like (laughs) i i i you know as a mom you do know what your kids go through so i obviously knew But um, I'm glad that you found um, something to help you. I'm glad this album was there to help you with all that and to make you realize that you are who you are and you can't change that, but also you are an amazing person and who cares what, you know? Right. What else is out there? Who cares what people are thinking or... you just got to reach deep down inside yourself and just just know that you are you're perfect just the way you are
0: and that's something that i had to i mean it's something that everybody has to force themselves to learn at one point or another in their Mm -hmm. life is that no matter who says what about you no matter who doesn't like who you are as a person no matter what the people do or treat you like you are who you are. And the only way that you can live as a person and be happy is to tell them to fuck off right? and just exist. <laughs> <laughs> um It's really funny because in my, in my friend group that I have right now, I I've like, we've obviously like talked about, about the past and our past experiences and growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, And I have a a phase in my life called the twant phase, which is twink ant. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's from like ages uh, 13 to like 15 or 16 when I was like super skinny, scrawny, um, like bone thin. Yeah, you were. um, Just because I. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I won't get into it. But um, I uh, we call that the twant phase. Um, and Twant as a person was very offish, very, um, sassy, very (laughs) kind of rude. Um, like, and I think a lot of that, like, I think Twant can be, (laughs) it can be blamed on this album.
1: (laughs) That's kind of funny to hear that.
0: Um, because like, I got to so up that, up that point um after this album came out where like it's kind of like a landmark in my life because i I always look at my life as a timeline of events Mm -hmm. that's like a landmark event and after that i kind of became an asshole (laughs) 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 because up to that point like i had been outed again i've talked about this uh uh, on other projects i had been outed to the entire school um, I had gone through extensive bullying at that point, um, throughout my whole fifth and sixth grade experiences, um, and partly seventh. But as I was going through seventh grade, this album came out and I said, fuck you guys. I fucking hate all of you. And I don't care what the fuck you think I am or who the fuck you think I am. You don't know me. I know myself and you can kill yourself. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> um,
0: which I did tell people to do a lot of the times when they were ma mat- uh, mean to me i yeah. just look at them and say kill were, yourself. were you ever
1: told <laughs> yourself to kill yourself were oh you plenty ever told of times I yeah th- i i don't understand why kids have to say shit like that that just it just really freaking pisses me off <laughs> you know because a lot of kids luckily you were in the right mindset that you didn't actually go through it because a lot of them do they actually oh, yeah. kill themselves so
0: i had i mean there were plenty of times where i thought i was going to do it um around that time but I never did because I uh somehow pulled through um because there were a lot of things at the time that I thought I had to live for which I did um but that's important is that some people can't see what they have to live for and it's hard for them to grasp or like come to an understanding with that um And I I did have a support system at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. Like I had come out to a very supportive family. So, and some people don't have that. So uh, I was very, very lucky to have some of the circumstances that I was put in. I was very lucky to be in. Um, Very unlucky in other ones, but. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, I did have a support system, which was probably the reason it didn't happen. Um, So yeah, that's that's why this album is very important to me. I, I, I love it so much. I think that this album, if I had to give it a score, would be 9 out of 10. Probably because it, some of the songs do get a bit repetitive. Um, Did you have a favorite
1: song on the album, or did you have you? I mean, I would have to say the whole album itself is just, it's a really good one. If I had to pick a favorite song, I would say Too Late. Mm-hmm. That one's a good That, that one's a good really good one. Me. So...
0: Renegade, Too Late, and Bleed Confusion are probably my three favorites
1: on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just—they're very good. It's a fantastic album. And I would probably score it a 9 out of 10. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so moving on. Your next album is OFK. And this is interesting because I didn't realize it's We Are, o- are OFK. OFK yeah i did not realize that they were actually not a band they were just like it was it's based around gaming stuff right so, so
0: like, think of it like the gorillas which yes. are characters um so the gorillas are um it's a band it's, it's called a digital band yeah um where the people you see singing are the people singing uh it's because you have like I can't remember their names right now, but they're characters. That's what this is. OFK uh is actually probably the newest album on this, if I had to guess. Um yes, came out in 2022. Very new. Um and this is their first album, We Are OFK, which most bands tend to name their first album after themselves. Yeah. Um
1: So why did you what why this album i should ask like what resonated with you with this album
0: this okay so this is something um i didn't start listening to them until uh this year i think um towards the beginning of this year actually in march i think is when i first heard their music or like actually like played the a little bit of the, i haven't I actually haven't even finished the game <laughs> what so um what game is it might I ask? it's called ofk okay um it's it's basically just a game to how the album came to be mm-hmm. with these characters it's very good i played three episodes but the reason i stopped playing is because the other episodes weren't out yet and i just haven't went back to it um but it's a very good game <laughs> <laughs> the reason I like this album so much is because again, it's a very, it's another kind of landmark moment in my life. Um, where I, had, I have, I had had friends for a while up to that point. Um, a friend group that didn't end very well. <laughs> um, and this album, I started listening to it towards the end of that friendship. Um, it, I'm. I'm. It's kind of. It's kind of difficult to talk about. Not because it's emotional, but because I don't want to say the wrong things. Yeah. Um. I am still friends with one of them. I. I recently came back in contact with them, and um. We've been able to talk about our shared experiences with this other person who was in our friend group. Um. And this album, the reason that I kind of hold it up there as one of my favorite albums of all time now. Is because it, uh, I just, it, well, it's a good album, first of all. It's a very good hyper pop, um, album. But, uh, the lyrics in most of the songs are about finding your way, um, through a situation or finding your way through unknown things or feeling left behind or feeling like um no matter what you do you're doing it wrong. Um that's what a lot of this the story behind this album is. Um I was not in a very happy place earlier this year. Uh I uh probably the lowest part point my mental health had been in a very long time, not to the point where it like it was its worst, but it was very very bad. Um and this album, I just really, really loved the um the message behind it. the the sending off song of it is called Thanks, um, and one of the lyrics on that is "We're not okay, but that's all right." Um, and that whole song is just like about again coming to terms with it's okay to be sad, it's okay to be down, and it's okay to not know what you are, or where you're going, or what you're doing with your life. So I just think that's very powerful.
1: Yeah, that is a powerful song. I didn't really put that together, but maybe that's one of the reasons I really like that song too, is because it, it I'm in the I'm in the same boat right now a little bit with my the way I mean, I know I'm a mom, I know I'm a wife, but like what am I doing? I feel like I'm just like a I don't know, just like here. Mm-hmm like i'm not I don't have anything to contribute or something, you know what I mean, so yeah, I can see why that song it, what it does
0: yeah it's a it's a good message, and like i um I'm in my early adulthood mm-hmm. i um have struggled a lot with what my life means, what I'm going to be doing in the future like where I'm going with my life um, because it's, it did not go any direction that I thought it would (laughs) in my teens. Um, I thought I'd be in a much different place than I am, um, which is okay. At the end of the day, like life happens, shit happens. And the situation that you're in at the moment, you're in for a reason. And I think that being able to keep a positive attitude and um and a positive attitude doesn't mean that you can't be depressed or sad a positive attitude just means that no matter what even if you're feeling lost or alone or if you're feeling like there's nothing for you in your future that you're here right now in this moment you have people that around you that you love and that you care about and that you still have so much life to give and even if at this moment you don't see what your life is going to be like in 10 years in 10 years you can look back at where you are right now and be happy that you took the path that you are on um and it's just that's that's what I take away from it
1: wow (laughs) like that's almost that's tearing me up just to hear that because yeah you're my you're my kid so like to hear you say those powerful words speaking it's almost like you're speaking to me i know you're not you're speaking to everybody else out there because yes every, there's a lot of people that struggle with this and i'm one of them yeah. you know what i mean it's you get to be middle-aged like me your kids are grown up yeah i still have two that live with me but they're not here like we live in the same house but they're technically physically not here does that make sense to everybody so like It's still, I'm I'm still trying to let go of all that. I'm still trying to find myself, what I do, what I need to do, what's next for me. And it's it's very hard because not only do you want to keep, you know, being that person, Mm -hmm. you can't be that person anymore. You have to find and reinvent yourself. And I'm having a hard time with that. So it's very powerful. Well... (laughs)
0: um i think it's just that's just the human experience right is going through these these moments of your life where you're kind of in a limbo (laughs) um and i know that you're not alone in that in that thought like there are i think parents everywhere who love their kids hit that point where you know their last kid as an adult um and it's like their job is done (laughs) um and for some it might be relieving but for others it's kind of like well what do I do now right um especially you who had three kids in such close succession um that you kind of just threw yourself into it at such a young age too Mm -hmm. like it's very important to realize that you were a very young parent
1: (laughs) (laughs) right I mean I was 19
0: yeah most people don't have kids until their 30s yeah Um, so while other people like it's it's just it's a very different experience for you Um, because you just threw yourself into it at such a young age um, that it's very understandable to feel kind of like what the fuck am I doing (laughs) 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 you know yeah, because I'm 21 and I can't even imagine having kids like fuck that shit. I can't I, I don't I know I know I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, especially like in this economy, like I prob- I'm probably making more than you and dad did back then.
1: Yeah, you are. For and sure. I
0: can't even afford to live
1: by myself. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous.
0: Like it. It's uh, yeah. Well, that's not what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's
1: get back on the topic. So, um, anything else to add to the OFK?
0: I, I just think that it's a very short. It's technically considered an EP, mm-hmm. not an album. Um, it's only five songs. My favorites on it are "Thanks" and "Infuriata." Um, I just think infuri- infuri- "Infuriata" is a very fun word to say, and it's a very fun song. Um, it's a very naughty song, mm-hmm. but it's a very good song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah and I I see I like Thanks and Fools Gold. Fools Gold is very good. Yeah. Fools Gold is the
0: song that's all about feeling like um you're the fake in all of the gold. Mm-hmm. That's what that that's what the message behind that song is is that you feel like it's it's basically imposter imposter syndrome the song. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's it's very good. I'd give I'd give this one an 8 out of 10 for me. Um just because It is. It is their first album, so it has some issues with production, but it's it's very
1: good. I like it a lot. (laughs) It is good. (laughs) I would probably do the same. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Okay, so this this next album. Well, oh sorry. What's that? We're halfway through here. We are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we are halfway. So now's the time. (laughs) that we go take a break so what do we say oh it's time for a coffee break we're fragile growing older there's no solace for the young and we will never recreate if we cannot communicate pass it on.
0: Hello everybody and welcome to the mid-roll of the episode. I hope you're enjoying our little chats that we're having so far. I know that it got a little bit, um, kind of, you know, how it could, it could be a little sad sometimes, um, some discussions about this stuff because it's just a very personal conversation, but I hope you're enjoying it so far. Um, it was a very important episode for my mom and I to record. It, It kind of feels like we kind of grew closer a little bit, being able to, talk about some of these things openly and just have these discussions that at the end of the day are very normal and important things to have. Um, And while I'm on the topic, if, you know, I hope all of you are doing well. And I hope that um, if you are struggling, there are people out there in your life that you can reach out and talk to. You're loved, you're wanted, you, you're just an amazing person. And I hope that you know that. Um, In other news... There is no other news for this week. Um, stuff's a little slow going. Still trying to get some stuff running in the background. Um, but obviously, we'll still have the this uh, podcast for you guys. Uh, and actually, a little bit of an announcement. Uh, we're going to be doing three episodes in October. Uh, all part of our little um, Halloween special thing that we try to do every year. Um, spooktober, as we call it. Um We'll be doing three episodes for Spooktober. So I'm very, very excited uh, for that. And I hope you are too. Um, it'll be a little a little fun bash. Um, otherwise, thank you to Miracle of Sound for the use of Never Alone for our intro out for under-rolls. And let's get back to the episode.
1: Boo! welcome back
0: do you think i scared them
1: i doubt it <laughs> it's not even halloween season yet let's give it's it a little not, time
0: it's not halloween but it's coming up oh my it's god i'm up. so excited <laughs> it's coming up it's very soon <laughs> um well you guys also have well i guess you guys have well i was gonna say for october but technically at the end of this month huh you guys have exciting stuff planned
1: oh yeah we do we do, we do. We're going to California. A little vacay. A little vacay. It'll be
0: very nice for you guys. Yes. Um, go up into those beautiful mountains.
1: Right. So it, it is uh, the northern, right? Is that, is it the northern? I believe it's northern. So it's the redwoods. So that's very exciting. I love it up there. I, it's very beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for you guys. Yeah.
1: Take pictures? <laughs> of course.
0: Um, I'll be here working. <laughs> um, I thought about maybe trying to take the time off. But then I was like, the car's going to be cramped. I don't even want to try.
1: <laughs> it is fair. I'm, I'm kind of nervous about, are we going to be able to fit all of the bags? Because we're bringing your dad's mom and then his sister too. So like, it's going to be, be able to, it's going to be packed. I mean, that's four people. Right. But then, yeah, you traveled with five all the time. She's got the Walker that she's got to take. And there's just little things that, I mean, I, I know we'll do it. We'll find I'm a way. Sure. Dad's
0: the Tetris master. Yeah. So I think you guys will find a way. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be here working. I mean, I'll just be vibing. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, welcome back to the episode, everyone. We we took, well, we took like a one minute break. Yeah. We, we do it just in case we need to. Um, and also so I can put little messages in between and to not feel stilted but sometimes we say, let's take a break and we don't, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll come back to the episode. We're, I guess we'll just continue where we left off.
1: Okay. So your next album, your third album, you picked Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. Uh, fork, folk fork, folklore, <laughs> man, I album. love fork by Taylor the Swift. So much Folklore <laughs> album. <laughs> and before you begin, let me just say that it was very odd for me to hear you pick like, to see you pick this Taylor Swift because I've always, I don't know why, like I've never really, again, I'm just, I, I shouldn't be that way. I've never listened to her music, but I always just right from the get go thought I, I'm i not going to like it. Mm-hmm. So this album, when you sent it, I actually listened to it. and I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. So if you guys are the same with me, like you formed an opinion before you had it, before you listened to her, listen to her because yeah she's very oh my gosh it's just it's it's a very good album it is so that's actually something i wanted to touch on is
0: that taylor swift is incredibly smart with the way that she markets her music Mm -hmm. because every album has those one or two songs that are guaranteed radio hits which are the songs that we hear that we hate so like (laughs) So, baby, now we got bad blood, right, and like, yeah,
1: I mean, there's always those I mean no no
0: shade on you if you like that song. I don't, I think it's a little obnoxious and annoying, and I think what most people think of when they say, "I don't like Taylor Swift" is those songs, you know, right, the really, really popular ones that are just they're they're made to be hits, which I mean every artist needs to stay big. Taylor Swift is currently the biggest artist in the world, or the one, of, or one of the largest. Certainly, a household name at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, much like you, thought that I wouldn't like her music. Um, I tried to listen to her music multiple times, and I just couldn't get into it until this album came out. I think in 2020. Let me. Where the hell did I put my phone? For some reason, I have my phone under my switch um which is probably not a good place for it uh but the folklore album came out in 2020 um the reason i gave this (laughs) album a chance (laughs) is because i like folk music and i was like folklore that's oh wow okay so i gave it a try and um it's the lyricism of the of the songs that kept me listening to it.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: It's a gorgeous album. It's very beautiful. Um there's stories in the songs. There's interconnected storylines throughout the album. Um there's like a whole love triangle plot line. <laughs> <laughs> um it's very good.
1: Right, and she's got a beautiful voice. She does. She does. She really does. This t- style of music
0: um really suits her Mm -hmm. she has a very a very 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 good voice um and i think a lot of people have known that for a long time but like again most people when they think of taylor swift maybe just think of her radio hits and they're not very good but after i think this is a, a perfect album to get somebody listening to taylor swift because folklore came out and none of them were really crafted to be radio hits folklore as an album feels very complete it feels like no songs are out of place and even on the deluxe version which is the version i had you listen to which has one extra song called the lakes which is my favorite song on the album um doesn't feel out of place so i don't know why it just wasn't included in the original album but (laughs) i don't know um i just think that this album is such a perfect album for anybody to listen to, um, to get into Taylor Swift because all of her music is good. All of it. Other than like the few songs, like going back through her discography, like fearless is good. Um, red is a very good album. Like she has some really good fucking albums and she's currently re releasing some of them, re recording them because her old albums got, there's a whole thing they got stolen. They, um, she doesn't make any money off of them. Um, uh, so she, but she owns, she doesn't own the songs, but she owns the lyrics. So if she re records it, she can re release it. Um, and they're hers. So she has a bunch of albums that are like Taylor's version, which are re recorded, updated versions of old albums that she doesn't make money off of. Um, (laughs) wow. It's a whole complicated, um, thing, but she's a very good artist. Um, this, I don't really have this here as like a whole, like, landmark i don't really have like any interesting stories behind this album or yeah. anything like that it's just i just think it's a really i mean yeah it,
1: it just opened you up mm-hmm. that oh wow she's yeah she's really good she's a good artist
0: i mean it's an emotional album too it is um the first time i listened to it like listening to uh illicit affairs why did i say affairs like the <laughs> <laughs> illicit <laughs> affairs um cardigan
1: I really love Mad Woman. Mad Woman's that very one good. was such a powerful song. Yeah. She I mean she writes
0: all these like she writes all these herself. Yeah. Um I think one of the things that people don't think about enough with Taylor Swift um is that when she got into the music industry, she was I think 16 or 17. Um she was Underage, when Kanye West went on stage and humiliated her, Mm -hmm. um, and then that is what started the Taylor Swift hate train. Um, so she has also always written all of her music herself, even that young. Like her whole Speak Now album, like sorry to go on like a little ran tangent, (laughs) but um, the whole Speak Now album, which just got a re-release, uh, is. Kind of centered around her experiences as somebody who. Because she was writing that album fully expecting it to be her last one. Because that was after connie West had humiliated her on stage. It was after like all this hate and like just hateful shit she was getting. Like, and she wrote that album as a goodbye album. Um, so
1: let me just stop you from it. Like, technically, she was getting all this hate because of kanye west like i don't understand like the whole because i'm i'd like to just say i don't like kanye west at all me either like so it was it was a mix of because she had won the
0: award um and when she was giving her speech kanye west had went up on stage and basically Been like you don't deserve this. I'm very like that's not what he said. It's like verbatim, but you know, he went on a whole Kanye West crazy rant, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, and kind of just like the hate train was because she was a lot of her music was just misunderstood at the time. Like it was just like you just write breakup songs or you. It was just very much what it comes down to is misogyny, (laughs) right? Yeah, (laughs) people hating women.
1: (laughs) Exactly. There you go. Thank you. And. Like, why would it matter? If she writes her own songs, that is awesome. Like, there's not a... Is there a lot of artists that do? Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know a lot about the artists. I just... I, i That's a very cool thing to hear that she actually I, writes all her
0: lyrics. And Taylor stuff. Swift, I think, is one of the biggest examples of an artist who writes all of their music, but it's mm-hmm. certainly not like an anomaly. Um, it's just the fact that a lot of artists as big as she is end up not uh writing their own like lady gaga doesn't write her own music yeah. a lot of the time. Not saying that she doesn't do some of them, but a lot of them she gets given by her um um what's it called? the people who sign her.
1: <laughs> well right, and I know that prince wrote, wrote a, a lot, lot of, for other for people a, for artists. So yeah, that's it's just it's very it's very cool to hear that she mm-hmm. actually truly writes all her lyrics
0: every single one well maybe not every single one but that i know of i'm not gonna like just say how every single song was written by her but because i don't know that for a fact but a lot of them i'd say a huge majority of them are certainly every song on folklore which is like let's get back to the (laughs) yeah let's do we're like going off (laughs) but it's it's a lot of her writing just comes from this fucking crazy ass experience that she had growing up in the music industry not growing up but like being so young in the music industry and all of her experiences and all of her going through life as a woman and it's just it it's she writes incredibly powerful music Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i urge anybody to go listen to
1: this album yeah i mean like i said the the favorite of mine is mad woman but they're all very good contenders. Yeah. Every single one of them gave me cold chills go goosebumps and you know, at times made me almost cry just hearing it.
0: Just like I'm telling you right now, like you would like Evermore, which is her other album. Uh I think you would like folklore, there's Evermore. Um, and then all of her Taylor's version music that came out, which is like Fearless Red, um Speak Now. Th- they're very good albums. Um, especially Fearless and Red i i enjoy those a lot um there's yeah just go listen to it if you haven't <laughs> i'd give <laughs> i give the album like a, a a 10 out of 10 probably actually
1: yeah i definitely would too it's just fucking good okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so your your last one we're down to your last album mm-hmm. and it is um rainy rainy shockney so it's off of the Dragon Age.
0: Yes. So this is a collection of all the bard music uh-huh. from Dragon Age Inquisition, um, which was released as an album. So uh, all of these songs are songs that you can hear in the game uh, as you're going into like inns and stuff. Um. So it's uh, Rainy Shockney um is the person who does the instrumentals and then there's uh eliza eliza or eliza vita who is the vocals um they're very simple songs what you think of like bard songs this is it's what you would be hearing and again this isn't much about the album as it is about my life at the time that this came out um dragon Age inquisition is a very important game to me uh like a very very <laughs> important game to me. I uh talked about it before that Dragon Age is one of my favorite series of all time, but Dragon Age Inquisition is my specifically my favorite Dragon Age game. That's because it is the first one that I played. Um and I it was 2014 when I played it. <laughs> like we already kind of touched on um m- what it was like in my life around that time yeah. earlier with the other album, uh, uh,
1: OFK, not OFK, oh, uh, um, paper kites.
0: Yeah, the paper kites album. Uh, I can't think of the fucking name for some reason. Twelve four.
1: Twelve four. Yeah,
0: my brain's all because I'm trying to think of all these memories. Um, and this was around that time, a little earlier, um, that I had first gotten dragon age i didn't get it for christmas i bought it with money that i got for christmas (laughs) so i had because i had heard about it for a long time and on christmas day we were given gift cards um i can't remember how much is on them that doesn't really matter what matters is that i was able to buy dragon age inquisition (laughs) um Uh, For the time for Xbox 360. I got the Xbox 360 version of the game, which is horrible. Never play the Xbox 360 or PS3 versions of these games. Play them on PS4, Xbox One, or PC. Don't even think about it on older gen consoles. Don't. Don't fucking do it. No, it's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I get why it happened, why they were released on there. Because it's kind of like this moment where we're in right now where we have the new consoles but the old consoles are still they're still in there. rotation right so they're releasing them for both uh-huh. um but the dragon age really really needs that more powerful kick in the ass
1: <laughs> um <laughs> you know just sorry i'm getting off course a little bit because we're talking about the games i can't for some reason play oblivion i can't bring myself to play it because after, after playing like Skyrim, you go back, you try to do Oblivion. <laughs> it's the graphic, everything. It's just weird to me.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not the same. No. Um, I, I'll, I will always, we're going to go on a tangent now. I'm sorry, but I will always like Oblivion more because uh, Oblivion was the first one that I play. We got that when we got the Xbox 360 um from my cousin uh that is the first open world rpg game that i had ever played um not the first like rpg game that first one was paper mario and thousand year door for the gamecube but this was the first like open world rpg like go anywhere you want be your character do what you want go into the world and that's it it just kind of lets you free Um, Which is what Oblivion and Skyrim and other games similar to that are like. Um, (laughs) So that's why I like it more. Because of the nostalgia. I I do think it's a better game. Simply story-wise and lore-wise and world-wise. I like the world of Cyrodiil more. Not the world. The area of Cyrodiil more than I do like Skyrim. Mm. Skyrim is undeniably more beautiful because it's newer. Mm, Yeah. But I like the area of Cyrodiil more. I like the... (coughs) <coughs> the towns that you can go to more the the characters that you meet are so stupid and quirky and I, I i don't know i just like it
1: well and i really haven't given it much of a chance either because i'm stuck in the castle for some reason i keep dying in the castle before i you know the it's sewers. like the very first part mm-hmm. it's like why am i why do i keep dying <laughs> like <laughs> how cheesy
0: it's very it's it's one of those games where you either hate it or you love it yeah um if you if you struggle with getting into older games, you're not gonna like it because it's an old game. Capital O came out in 2006, um, which is like not that old, but like in the gaming space, when you think about it, that is old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of silly to hear you say "very old" and it's 2006 because it's.
0: Well, I'm thinking about it in like in terms of games because of the fact that like. Games to, I mean, when you think about just the timeline of games, it's insane. Late '90s, early '90s being pixel graphics, 2D, going into blocky 3D graphics. Yeah, going into Oblivion era, which is like it's 3D and it's smoother, but it's not realistic. At the time, we thought it was, but it isn't. Going further and further and further and further and further into realism, where there's games now that sometimes you can't even tell
1: right yeah it's insane it is insane (laughs) and that just keeps going and going because i'm i'm very intrigued to find out what comes next Mm -hmm. in the video game world so back to this though like (laughs) what is this specific album has it made you feel a certain way has it given you any
0: so inspiration whatever the world of thetis which is the world where dragon age takes place um is it's the first thing i can the first game that I can think of that made me feel like I could escape um again, at this time of my life where i where I was playing this game, I was in a very tough spot <laughs> um and this is also the first time that I had seen an openly gay character in a game or any media. Um Who was just unapologetically themselves um, or his self, and that was very powerful mm-hmm. for me um if for those of you who haven't played the game, there's a character named Dorian who you meet a little bit into the game who is openly a gay character who you can romance in the game because there's just a bunch of different romances, so this game like just playing it through for the first time i remember having such a good experience just being able to play a game where i felt like i wasn't where i was the the audience for it like cuz you play games and you're like oh, i'm not the audience for this like they did not create this with me in mind but this was the first game that i had played where i felt like i was the audience like i was the the the, i was the type of person the developers were thinking of when they were making the game and that's what i think about with all of the dragon age games and all of like the mass effect games um just because i like that genre of choose your own you make your own character choose what you want to say choose what you want to do affect the story blah 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 <laughs> um and specifically the representation in this as because we can look back on it now and say the representation isn't that good because there's games and stuff with way better representation now. But for the time, for me, at my age, being introduced to other things, this was my representation. Mm -hmm. This was the first time that I had had seen that be accepted in media.
1: Right, okay. So I can understand that because... There was a time because right now I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure you're still struggling at times. Everyone's going to, but you were so open about yourself and so unforgiving, giveable. Like you just didn't care. Like you showed everybody, this is who I am. So you went through that. And I'm just wondering if this is what actually helped you do that. Like it is made you like, almost like you were stepping into that character in real life. You know what I mean? It's like you—you you were all balls out there, with just showing everybody this is who I am. My if journey
0: with my sexuality, um, I think is very different than what a lot of people go through because you don't—you don't hear most people say I came out of the closet when I was eleven years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had experienced things that most eleven-year-olds shouldn't. Um, <laughs> that's which yeah. Not that's gonna very it true. Through. Um. Like there are even things that I love and usual that I experienced that I haven't even told you or dad. Like I haven't told many people at all just because I've, it's very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, It shaped who I am. Uh, And I, for better or worse, it happened. Right. <laughs> and certainly this game and other things, from this game uh fan fiction written about this game was the first time that i had read fan fiction and being able to see even more representation being able to read and dive into this world and escape from everything that was happening in my own life into this fantasy world and be able to kind of not only come to terms with who i am but be able to take that and look at it externally. And I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's, it's very complicated in my mind because at the time, like it's hard to separate that from the way I was thinking about it at that age, which is like, I don't like, I don't like girls. I like boys, like just in my mind at that age, like, and it, but it wasn't as simple as that. <laughs> yeah, it was more like more complex than. It was more like, am I a freak or am I not a freak? Mm-hmm. And this is the first thing that showed me, um, just because you are doesn't mean you are a freak, right? It doesn't mean that you are gross. It doesn't mean that you are gonna be sent to hell and burn for eternity. Like it, it doesn't matter. And there's a plot line in in this game where the main the 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 character who is openly gay um has this experience that they i'm trying not to like spoil it <laughs> <laughs> um basically uh where they were um someone tried to force them to change and they said no and they went and they forged their own path um that's the, that's the only way I can think of to put it without spoiling it <laughs> um so yeah this game helped me come to terms with my sexuality and i i just also like the bard music i think it's very pretty i think it's very nice to, and easy to listen to um but it's it's less about the music and more about my
1: life at the time mhm makes sense yeah that's very beautiful music <laughs> So is there any specific song that stood out to you more?
0: I like Enchanter. uh, I said it like the song says it. I like Enchanter's um, Nightingale Eyes and Rise, I think. Oh, and I am the one. I'm the one's interesting because that's like a barred version of a song from the first game. But -hmm. I like them all.
1: (laughs) So all in all, what would you rate it? This is another 10 out of 10 for me. Okay.
0: Just because like. They're, it's easy to give a 10 out of 10 because they're all so short. And I mean, they do what they want to do, which is they're just part of music. They tell little stories.
1: Yeah. And I just like them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would I would give it just knowing, because I had a feeling that this was that game that you were talking to me about that, you know, the character and everything. So I would give it a 10 out of 10 too, just because it helped you so much. Yeah. It's very it's a blessing. So there we have it. That's all my albums. That's all. (laughs) Um
0: All in all, I think my favorite on out of all four of these is twelve four, even though I gave it a lower score, just because it is the most important to me. Um which one did you like the best?
1: The best, I'm going to have to say Taylor, Taylor Schwiss. Yeah. By far. It's a very good. Like, she is, she's just very powerful. Mm-hmm. Goes into these albums. Um <laughs> Yeah. I mean, even talking about it just gives me cold chills. It just spoke to me so much, that album, you know? Mm-hmm. So everyone out there, like, you just never know what's going to, what's going to help you, what's going to, affect you uh don't judge the book by the cover Mm -hmm. that's all i have to say it's like you you might find your next favorite thing yeah um and that's this episode Mm -hmm. um what albums do
0: you guys like Tell us in the in the in, if you're listening on Spotify, you can comment now. It's going to ask you what you thought of the episode, but you can put whatever there, and I'll see it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're in, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and oh, and Spotify. I keep forgetting Spotify has the same thing now. Give us a rating uh, out of five stars, um, whatever you think that we deserve. If you if you liked it and you want the algorithm to push us more, give us a higher score rating. Um, if you didn't like it. We'd it's, like to hear from it's a about that too. <laughs> right. I
1: mean, we, we welcome everything. Every comment.
0: You can put whatever rating you feel is necessary. <laughs> um, thank you to Podbean for distributing this. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to say to listeners today?
1: We also need to thank Miracle of Sound. I, well, I
0: already did that in the mid-roll. Oh,
1: well, that's true, but okay but yeah thank you miracle thank you sound. yeah thank you miracle sound <laughs> thank <yous>. thanks <laughs> thanks thank you
0: um he we've been using his music since day one right three years ago by the way yes three years ago in august
1: doesn't seem like it's been that long it, we've been
0: doing this for a long time lots of breaks in between but <laughs> we've been doing it for a long time um Which, I mean, fucking crazy. Next episodes are going to be our Halloween episodes, which we'll be releasing three episodes in October to celebrate Halloween. With our like extra special Halloween episode on Halloween itself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Our spookiest of the three, I guess we'll say. Um, I'm so excited. I'm very excited. I love this time of year. It's the best. It's the best time of the year. Um, Fall and winter are my favorites. Just because I fucking hate the heat. (laughs) I I, I can do
1: with that winter. (laughs) I love fall. I could stay in fall forever. Just repeat Halloween all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it for us. (laughs) (laughs) I hope all of you have a fantastic evening.
1: Always remember to fill that coffee cup.